Mike Garlick and welcome to Dude's Maxims. Today, rather than talking about individual maxims, I thought I'd give you some larger kind of extracts from the book and Dude's fuller answer on the subject of God. So now we'll get started. I don't usually talk about God because God is a personal thing. Every individual is entitled to discover what they believe to be true. It's not for someone else to come along and say, this is the truth that I have discovered and it's also true for you. I'm not going to do that. So when people want to know about God, it's up to them to find out what they believe. It's up to them to explore what's true for them. I can't tell them what's true because what's true for me may not be true for them. No matter how many ways I can show them that my truth is the truth, that's not right. So I don't like to talk about God because it unsettles people and makes them cast aside the things that have helped them to feel good about life and to get through all the difficult times in their life. Who am I to come along and dash all that to smithereens, to destroy what has kept them going for all their lives? I don't have the right, and so I don't openly talk about God. So here's what I believe to be true about God. There is this idea that humans have. You call it God, but at other times in your history it has been called other things. Sometimes humans have thought of God as an individual. Sometimes humans have thought of God as a process. Sometimes humans have thought of God as a feeling, and sometimes humans have thought of God as a perception. And of course, sometimes humans have thought of God as all of these. In essence, humans have seen God as the creator of all they know. But sometimes humans have personalized God. These personalized versions of God were developed because each culture craved an intimate connection with what they saw as the creation force of the universe. They wanted to feel a special link to the Creator, and so they personalized God. But other cultures have also seen God as something far more than this, as something which transcends human condition and all the things that fill the human world, the earth, the cosmos, and so on. They have seen God as a kind of ephemeral entity that came into being only to create and then disappeared again when the creation was complete. Then there have also been human cultures in which God was seen to be one with all of creation. Now for the most part these ideas have been scattered and meshed together in different ways in different places at different times. But these represent the three basic ways in which humans have seen God. Humans have found it very difficult to live without some kind of conception and belief in God. It helps them to find meaning and to make sense of existence, to know that there is some greater power that exists that guides everything in their existence and in their lives. Humans need this, mostly. Yes, there are atheists, but even atheists believe in something higher or greater than themselves. And many atheists, when pushed by life-threatening illness or disasters, still find themselves believing in God. So these ideas that humans have about God are firmly anchored in the human psyche 
and in every generation and in every culture and religion and spiritual practice, they find new ways to be expressed. Sometimes the ways that these beliefs and these needs in relation to God are expressed is a repetition of what has come before, and sometimes it is a new expression, but in between the old and the new is still the core thread that a human being sees some great force at play in the existence of all humans and of life in general. Most humans, while not conscious of exactly what they believe, are still driven by a belief in something greater than themselves. They see for the most part that God is the driving force that orchestrates what has been and what will be. They do not see that they themselves are the driving force in the evolution of their being. They would rather dismiss this and and pin that particular function on God. They would rather see that the driving force for their existence is external rather than internal. And so in this way they detach themselves from the reality that they themselves are all expressions of what you have called the divine force resonates within.